0: If you are able, would you stand for the reading of God's infallible and inerrant word? From the book of Romans, the first chapter, and you've heard this before, but you need to hear it again. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and for the Greek. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Those forgiven, those who have a place in God's eternal kingdom, that's what he's talking about, the just, that's the forgiven, shall live by faith. And the opening of this passage today is to center us upon the Lord Jesus Christ as the Savior. Let's remember that. Then he goes on to say, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. And dear friends, that is around us all the time today. The truth of God is actively being suppressed in the United States of America and in Western Europe. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even as eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Everybody who's ever lived, if they've looked at the marvelous universe which God has created, has a sense that there is a God. Even his eternal power, they're without excuse. It beca- and because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God Nor were thankful. But became futile in their thoughts. And their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise. They became fools. And the change of the glory of the incorruptible God. Into an image made like corruptible man. And birds. And four-footed animals. And creeping things. Therefore. Because of this. there. For because of the idolatry, therefore, God gave them up. That's the scariest passage in Scripture. Nothing worse can happen than to be given up by God. No hope. In the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchange the truth of God for the lie. That's happening all the time. And worshiped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, even though their women exchanged the natural use. For what is against nature, likewise men, leaving the natural loose of a woman, burned in lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of the error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. This nation is full of people in government, in education, and sadly in many churches... Who have a debased mind. They do not honor. What God has clearly made known. To do these things which are not fitting. Being filled with all, all unrighteousness. Sexual immorality. Wickedness. Covetness. Maliciousness. Full of envy. Murder and strife. Deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boisterous inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteousness of, of judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve those who practice them. Sit down and hold on. (laughs) And I hope if on the radio today, there are people who normally go to churches that do not preach the scriptures, and there are many here in this very city do not preach the scriptures as they are. I hope they get out. Because the sooner those temples of doom shut down, the better the country will be. I because maybe mail at the radio station over this. Why? Most parents have gone through the experience of of having their children when you say something, why? And you give them an answer, it's another why. Michael, did you ever do that to your mom? Just a little bit. But I did it lots of times. My boys used to do it all the time, and it's, uh, it's, it's it's as though there's there's so many whys. There's never an answer, you know, sufficient. Ray finally sometimes you just have to walk off, you know. But I hear people constantly asking the question, "Why?" within our culture. And I think most often it comes up with the terrible school shootings that we have endured. And, and the terrible, you know, the, there was a great fear cast over this county recently by a threat. It turned out to be a groundless threat. But in these days, who knows if it's groundless or not, right? Um, uh, why do these terrible things happen and they're happening with greater frequency. And it's not only in our schools, the senseless killing of people. I read the other day where a, a, a person killed another person who happened to be working in a fast food store because their order wasn't right. And you can read the horrid crimes and the mistreatment of children, both sexually and physically, that it's, it's just an epidemic. Why? You guys have the thing I ask you to put up? Okay. I don't know if you can see that. It's a quote from Francis Schaefer, and he's talking about what happens to culture because the the, the uh, truth of God um, is being ignored and he's got a judgment on us and I think his judgment is exactly right and he says it's because the people of God have lost their salt. Heavens, I don't want to I would never want people to think I was homophobic, Islamophobic, or whatever-phobic. Incidentally, those terms are all, in terms of scientific truth, nonsense. They're created by the humanist to suppress and silence anyone who thinks about Muslims might be trying to kill us. Or that homosexuality is an abomination before God. The practice of it. No, not the people. You know, if you don't act on a temptation, you're not an abomination. But if you do, you are. Now, I know that that is not a popular statement within our culture. But you see, Paul tells us why. No believer in America ought to... To be unable able to answer why when we see all of these destructive things going on. And all of this immorality. And this is why. Because in knowing the true living God, people turn from him. Because the life of righteousness and holiness is not something that appeals to our own sinful nature, is it? And so... People turn from it. And in fact, today, America's whole culture is turning from the true and living God. I read some time ago of a a naval commander. He was overturned, thank goodness. But the naval commander had instructed his chaplains not to speak of Jesus except within the confines of their own chapel. And this past week in West Point, Illinois, a young man who had recorded a a very, very high academic scores. He was to be the valedictorian val, speaker at his high school. And when they found out that his testimony of his of what encouraged him and drew him to become such a scholar was his faith relationship with Jesus Christ and that he wanted to talk about that. The administration said, Absolutely not. And he refused to go along. He didn't speak. And we see it again and again. I will promise you right here within Alamance County, there are teachers that have a very negative outlook towards Judeo-Christian values. And I will promise you that there are teachers right here within this county who know the truth and want to speak it, but they are not allowed to. The why of all the evil we see in America and Western Europe today, the why is that we have turned away from the true and living God, and the consequences of idolatry are always negative. We say, "Well, we're not idolaters, we don't worship so all you worship. The, our culture worships a lot of things. They have lots of idols. The main idol is wealth. I read recently where a name in the Senate, if I mentioned it, everybody would know, and a former vice president, if I mentioned it, would everybody know, had arranged for their children to make billions of dollars in trade with China, that they had gotten favors done That would never be done for any of the rest of us. And the political influence was. Is that about looking after the welfare of the American people. As God would want them to look after it. This nation. The soul of this nation. Is corrupt. It's corrupt. And many of the churches are corrupt. They do not honor or respect or practice the giving of the supreme place in life to the true and living God. Their lives are not ordered by His law and His will. And I say this this morning, that is the why. So when people ask you why is all of this terrible stuff going on you can't walk out the door if you've listened to what I've told you this morning and not know the answer. And I recognize that the answer is not popular in our culture. You will be called all kinds of names. You will be branded as something objectionable. You young people, you have a tough life. You know, you're, you're entering into the Christian witness in a period much different than mine. Uh, 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 I, I was encouraged by my school and my community, and, and, and even at the university, because I had some great, at a secular university, I had some great Christian thinkers. You won't be exposed to that in your life. We need to pray for them. We live in a culture. And incidentally, parents, when your children go to the university, you better be involved in the choice of that university. The vast majority of universities in America are not merely indifferent to Christianity. They are hostile to it. If my boys wanted me to send them to college today, say, I'm different. I wouldn't send them to the University of Tennessee. That place is full of radical leftist thinking. They have a sex week every week there at the university. Should be called perverse sex week. I wouldn't send them to Duke University. Wouldn't pay one red cent. I'd say the same of Appalachian and Eastern Carolina because those, the ideology at those places is contrary to the Christian worldview. And they will not have any supporting of that Christian worldview within those universities. I'd send them to Liberty I'd send them to John Taylor University in Arkansas. I'd send them to Gordon College in South Hamilton, Massachusetts. But I would be extremely selective to where they go. I am not opposed to people being uh, exposed to opposing ideas to their own. But I am opposed to this non-education that's happening in our universities today. Universities today are for the main part in the liberal arts and the social sciences brainwashing institutions that do not want to expose young people to an alternative to the humanistic philosophy that dominates our culture. And you parents better wake up. I saw on the TV this week uh, the Democratic Party has made a uh, an advertisement and it's a mother sitting there wringing her hands and talking about what terrible things her her son is learning at the universities and et cetera, et cetera. Says you should have warned him about Republicans before he went to the university. That is so laughable. Only the opposite is true. Now to the beat of the sermon then you can go home. I challenge anyone to disprove what I have said today. Anyone? Anybody. But now to the meat of the sermon. Most fundamentally, our culture and society and government law are in the condition they are in, not because of a conspiracy, and there are conspiracies out there to destroy, but because the church has forsaken its duty to be the salt of the culture. You see, today I'll preach, and you all will go home and say, some of you. Well, the preacher really laid the, laid the hammer on the, on the nail today. That ain't the point. Jesus said, ye are the salt of the earth. Right? He's talking to believers. He's saying, ye are the salt of the earth. But then he goes on to say, but if the salt has lost its saltiness, of what use are you? but to be cast out and to trod under the foot of men. And you see in these great issues that, that, that are going on in our time, in this struggle against light and darkness, most Christians are interested in going to a church where they can sing and be happy and walk out feeling good. But God doesn't. He wants you to feel good. He wants you to be happy. But he doesn't want you to walk out and that be the end of it. I told the deacons this week that what is happening in the universities is now creeping into the secondary level schools. Charlotte has just uh, uh, dealing with it. They, They started to implement it, but they had to deal with it. Praise God for some people standing up. I bet Pastor Joseph that preached for us is one of them. But they were putting in a sex education program that really had in his heart trisexuality. Anything sexual, try it. And of course, the people that wrote it up were Planned Parenthood. It's coming into the secondary level schools. And I told the deacons, I said, we might all them think about providing an alternative to public education. through encouraging and being a source for Christian homeschooling. we got all kinds of retired teachers here in this church that if they'd sacrifice their time and, and give us their gifts, could make that a reality. Liberty University has a homeschooling program par excellence. We want to make it, it would, I would hope we'd make it available to children that couldn't afford the twenty eight hundred dollars a year it cost. Any family that wants a Christian education ought to be able to have it. We need to be salt and light. We need to let the Board of Education say, Well, you know what you guys are buying into this philosophy that comes out of Chapel Hill and then out of Raleigh to hear. We don't stand for it. It is it is terrible, hateful, and 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 not healthy. I wrote the two uh, senator and the con- uh, the legislator in the state about my concerns about the lack of real diversity in the education system. Wrote a long letter, took took a lot of time. They did not even have the concern to answer me back. Not even to disagree with me. They didn't have the concern to answer me back. And like most politicians, they're concerned about their power and place and not what's best for the country. Get your seats on the 50-yard line above all. The Apostle Paul, writing to the the church at Corinth and to its, its leaders, you know, he encourages us and to comes to us, by all means be able to stand. Well, the church of Jesus Christ ought to be able to stand for his truth, not just within these walls, but outside the walls. The same Francis Schaeffer, leading into the, what, what we know about the, the movement away in our society from, from the value of life, he said that, That when Roe versus Wade was established and you took the protection away from the the most helpless. He said, you begin a process of teaching a culture to devalue human life. Those people that walk into those schools and shoot up these precious children... They have no value in life. But let me tell you something. That lack of value has an ideological origin. I had a person talking to about abortion a while back says, Well, I, I think that, you know, women have the right to, to speak for their own bodies. I said, Yes, but, but where is the baby's right to speak? Where is his right to speak? Where's her right to speak? Who's speaking for them? I mean, America swallows a lie. Over 95% of the abortions done in America are done for one reason. Now, there are some cases, and I've sat with families that had to deal with it, on terms of major health issues. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the vast majority. for one reason, well I've got this baby coming and I don't want it, birth control, I mean Hollywood's a big advocate of abortion you know, those fornicators are so immoral immoral, and they, they their sex life is so loose, they need abortion to solve their mistakes, may I take a quick footnote, I'm on a run here today, may I take a, a quick footnote, Hollywood is composed of such a large number of filthy people who are committed to undermining Christian moral values that anybody who buys a ticket to go to one of their movies. Now, there's some Christian movies being produced. That's different. But to go to one of Hollywood's movies is sinning against God. Did you hear me? Because your money is being used to support A center of ideology that is anti Christian. And people say, Preacher, you're being awful narrow. I want to be as narrow as the Word of God requires. I'll be as broad as it allows, but I will be as narrow as it requires. And believers are not supposed to support sinful activities. The killings, the murder, the thievery, some of it done legally through leaders in Washington and Raleigh and other places, that all has its origin in that people are no longer governed by the acknowledgement that there is a God who defines what is right and who defines what is wrong. And this, I'm going to tell you, our culture is getting ready to discover, you see. Things are bad. Well, they're going to get worse. They're going to get much worse unless God in his mercy brings a great revival. It has happened before. It happened in America in the mid-1700s when a little church in Northampton, Massachusetts decided they were going to be faithful witnesses to God to both society and to the world, whatever it cost them. And God sent a great awakening. People said this, what these little congregation in the backwoods is saying is true. We believe it. We're going to change. We're going to repent. And the government repented with it. Isn't that funny? (laughs) Our governments are really followers. They're not leaders. They're only leaders because we let them be. In light of the bad times, God also gives us a glorious promise. It's made first in the Old Testament, and we see it fulfilled in the New. You know, the most corrupt government in the world changed. The Roman government changed. Because more Romans started to believe in Jesus than in the idols of their time. But it does not happen when the church is apathetic. It does not happen when believers are unwilling to pay any cost to stand for the truth. Bible says that the people who are called by my name and I think repentance that's the first beginning in the church this church has got a lot to repent for for a lack of involvement people sitting right here today that have never been present at the March for Life what do people think of me the people who are called by my name repent I will heal their land do you believe that I do Lord Jesus I repent for being not enough salt and not enough light why why All the darkness that comes upon our land comes because of our idolatry and being unwilling to stand in and for the light. may it not be that when we stand before the great and awesome judgment throne of God and every one of us is going to stand there that we will hear you are not salt you are not light I don't know you I don't know you Amen Amen